That was 1446350 Ontario PD. Uh, right here, adjacent to my position at San Antonio and Diaz and Dog Street. Uh, the moment that I arrived at the intersection, this is pursuant to the same POC with their issue of uh, stalking and surveillance, constantly being in the same location and same proximity of my location uh, for over a year now. We're in 2019 and I started documenting it in November of 2018. This is also pursuant to an intentional uh, effort to try to uh, torment, mentally torment the uh, targeted individual, which I am. So as I'm engaging in quiet walking to Starbucks they engage in that which is so foolishly uh, detrimental on their part as far as the law is concerned uh, because it is just another additional um, incident of documenting uh, their stalking conduct uh, but they do it with regard to trying to um, disturb the peace of the targeted individual. So this is an element of harassment, a, an, an effort to uh, terrorize and torment uh, because it is blatantly obvious not only that they're stalkers and criminals, uh, but the fact that they uh, engage in the conduct so blatantly speaks also to the airplane conduct, the, the third parties that engage in it. Um, and in addition to that, they also want me to document it so that the um, bombardment of the third parties that I'm documenting now at this intersection can occur. This is an effort to engage in the ongoing search. Uh, so it serves a multi-purpose, a criminal multi-purpose. This is also demonstrating the feasibility of the ongoing search that is occurring. Um, so there is a, more than one effort, uh, and it is still equally detrimental to the state, uh, but what I want to reveal is the malice that the state is acting with because that is what it is relevant to. Not only are pedestrians in relevant positioning, every third party that is driving through, uh, and it is also uh, relevant to note that since I began documenting this, a whole plethora of traffic suddenly arrived. This is POC, this is the system at work, uh, and this is uh, the deliberate effort on the part of the state to continue to engage in the same um, POC with regard to stalking and with regard to the ceaseless search for information in the targeted individual's communication device. So I stand here engaged in additional documentation that is helpful in so far as showing that the state are the criminals uh, working in concert with these very third parties that are engaged in crossing paths. Uh, all the elements are present. Uh, they are engaged in the search as I speak, uh, and they are doing so in concert with the uh, police officer that I documented and who intended on me to document him so that I would engage in that which is uh, reasonably foreseeable, documenting it, using my communication device in order that every third party that crosses by engages in the search because it is that easy and seamlessly uh, able to be um, uh, practiced and executed at every place that the targeted individual goes. Uh, but I want to show how it serves more than one purpose. It is pursuant to stalking, it is pursuant to harassment, it is pursuant to the ongoing search of uh, information in the targeted individual's electronic device, uh, and that is what the purpose was. I want to note the state's uh, intention to not only torment and terrorize the targeted individual, but also to engage in another manner of getting that targeted individual to pull out their communication device, which would be predictable where they are initiating proceedings against it and documenting every act. And so this is the means by which they engage in that search through the third parties that I am also documenting. It's 1.54 p.m. and again that was another Ontario Police Department incident. As I stood, they simultaneously appeared at D Street in San Antonio and then following that, this is highly relevant, the prevalence, the heavy traffic 
that immediately followed my pulling out my communication device. These are not coincidences. This is the system that is at work. And in addition to that, what I also want to know is how the sunlight as I stand out here is moment by moment getting more and more intense. That is an enhanced light tactic. This is the system at work while I'm outside. This is real life documentation of the very thing that I'm documenting and that I'm exposing. Uh, and it is 1.55 p.m. Okay, those images taken are just uh, an illustration of the everyday occurrence uh, with regard to the system. And again, uh, I have taken images similar to that, but I want to show uh, incidental to the Ontario Police additional violation of their stalking issues uh, and search for um, communication device. So let me solve the elements with regard to the police. Number one, uh, the state uh, independently satisfies all the elements with regard to the entire state organized system, actually. Not only was that POC for stalking and harassment on the part of the state, that's police, uh, but it was also POC with regard to the elements that are all present with regard to the search of uh, the targeted individual, myself, their electronic communication devices. Uh, number one, the officer was to my immediate left as I stood at the intersection uh, waiting to cross the street. Uh, that is engaged. Number one, they're engaged in uh, circling the perimeter of my location again, so we have to circle. This is pursuant to ongoing stalking, so it's not a coincidence. So not only are they engaged in remaining in the perimeter, the proximity of my location, they are immediately arriving, making themselves visible, visual, um, and was immediately to my left. That is relevant positioning. In addition to the communication device inside of their vehicle and any communication devices on their person, both of which were engaged in crossing path and positioning by that position. And in addition to that, um, you have all the elements present. Not only are they engaged in intensifying the uh, sunlight outside, which I experienced as I stood outside, it literally got sunnier and sunnier in my face. And these are not, I have documented their use of uh, enhanced light tactics, so this is real life. Um, uh, not only that, but you're outside, so that satisfies all of the elements that are present. Uh, with regard to the statement, I'm sorry, the system, for example, what I'm doing right now is I'm walking on the sidewalk and I'm encountering a third party that's on their cell phone. This is the easy way that you accomplish all of the elements that are present. It is very simple to engage in this unlawful search of personal information and a targeted individual's uh, communication device. Very simple. All you have to do is engage in walking paths and where a targeted individual is constantly focused on and stalked and monitored, uh, all they have to do is be on their communication device and wait for the third party to cross paths. Getting in their car, sitting at the uh, parkway waiting for traffic to go, these are third parties that are acting in concert. And this is an excellent example of the ways in which it, this is outside of a law office, but I have encountered so many corrupt lawyers, it's not even funny. Um, anyway, uh, my point is, 7 Nancy WX 303, uh, who did not start driving off until I got right here in the center of the parkway. I just want to note that. Anyway, that's crossing paths. My point is the officer's position, uh, he was engaged in more than one POC, satisfying um, both of the focuses in a state organized system for stalking and harassment. And in addition to that, every third party. Uh, that engaged in driving past, and it, again, as I noted, the intersection immediately became rushed with traffic. That is not a coincidence. Um, that is the system that is at work, and what I'm showing is the fact that it is very simple for them to continue to engage in that the targeted individual is not only surrounded at all times, but it is something that they are easily, uh, be, um, it is a system that's easily um, executed.
by merely being in your car in traffic. Um, and so being able to identify the elements that are present, you're able to see that, to see what the targeted individual is actually subject to. And you're also able to identify uh, the nature and the uh, level of malice that the state is acting with, with regard to, to its repeated conduct. Uh, that has been blatantly identified. And so, and that speaks to the uh, clear, F, the clear um, actions of law enforcement who listens to me document its POC. And then they continue to provide me with additional evidence day by day. You're talking about uh, the use of repeated sirens that are not only within the POC for stalking and harassment, um, satisfying more than one criminal purpose, but also uh, that which is demonstrating their ongoing presence within the proximity of, of my location. So uh, that is what I, legally, it is foolish, uh, but they, this is the state that I'm documenting, they continue to provide that documentation to me. Um, and with regard to the longevity that I have with regard to the history, it is untenable that there is a, over a year's amount of coincidences of, of encounters with law enforcement, in addition to being subject to uh, uh, to several forms of unlawful searches and arrest, arrests and unlawful um, confinement, uh, there is a combination of facts that just do not suggest that the law has, the state has any tenable grounds. What I want to do right now is give another example. I'm standing outside of the parking lot of Sater Brothers, and as the cars drive out of the parkway, they necessarily stop for traffic that is in progress. And what I want to note is that the targeted individual is engaged in crossing paths by each third party that is engaged in the ceaseless search of their communication devices. This is the easy manner in which that the same system is at play. All you have to do is be in relevant positioning. All the elements are present. Uh, and this is exactly what I documented, what was illustrated at D Street in San Antonio. Uh, this is an excellent, an excellent real life uh, example of what is going on at every place that the targeted individual goes. And that was Ontario PD that started off this excellent rhythm of evidence against the state again today on December 17, 2019. Um, I am arriving at Starbucks, the same criminal establishment that I have, I have indubitably shown to be involved in third-party conduct. You, no, you go on ahead. I'm getting third parties right now. Uh, as I stand in the street and third parties are engaged in crossing paths, this is what I mean at every state, there is no exception. Uh, as I walk down the street from the vehicle that I remained in, every car that crosses path, they are all engaged in relevant positioning. And so it is basically a ceaseless effort to engage in that search. There is no place, as I've stated and as I've demonstrated, where the targeted individual is not subject to the same unlawful search of their personal information. And in addition to that, it is guaranteed to um, be able to be uh, um, accomplished by the presence of the airplane. The airplane's presence represents a, an extreme and outrageous effort to make sure that uh, the search is able to go on at every venue, at every location, and at all times. And this speaks to the uh, centrality of light, and it also speaks to the centrality of the nonverbal communication that I'm documenting. I have arrived at the Starbucks. So what I want to note, again, uh, it is visible in my image of the Ontario police officer who was, in acting, who was acting in conformity to the stalking and the ceaseless search of my uh, communication devices. Uh, the image reveals the computer, which is in relevant position to me as the officer is engaged in not only positioning but crossing paths, uh, in addition into con in conformity with the stalking pattern of conduct that the state has already. Um, and that is clearly visible in the image that I took as the officer in uh, vehicle number 1830 
with the license 146, 144-6350. So that's license 144-6350, vehicle number 1830. That occurred uh, at the moment that I arrived at the corner of D Street, Diaz and Dog in San Antonio. Um, and so you have um, actually all of the elements of the state organized system at play right there by means of the stalking, by means of the harassment, uh, and also by means of the search of the electronic communication devices. Uh, that is all present. That's all demonstrative in that very incident that I just documented in route to Starbucks. Um, it's 2.06 p.m. Okay, the images that I just took are of the uh, abandoned uh, electronic communication device. Um, which is uh, next to the place where I will predictably uh, sit. And not only that, it is also what is legally relevant uh, in relevant position to my position where I was at the register when I took it and also in relevant position to where I sit. I am sitting also sit looking at San Antonio where traffic was at a standstill. That's relevant positioning for the search on the San Antonio side. I'm looking at Omnitrans bus behind me at tw number 1231. That is in, uh, stationary at the bus stop engaged in the POC behind me and the image that I took of the car that was driving adjacent to me on the other side of the Starbucks parking lot engaged in crossing path as well. So Omnitrans was engaged in positioning the traffic on my right side on San Antonio that's called positioning and the uh, car that was driving through the parking lot that is crossing path and it is simultaneous with my activation of my communication device. In addition to that, you got a third party sitting in, I, sitting in their uh, car uh, in relevant position to where I sit at the table every time I sit at the same table. So you've got relevant positioning and basically what you have is nothing uh, that has anything to do with the coincidence, the abandonment of a communication device where I sit, uh, the sitting of traffic outside of the, whether it's sitting or uh, moving actually, that's uh, positioning and or crossing path. In addition to what uh, Starbucks has a, a history of with the enhanced light activity inside of here, the airplanes flying about, uh, the third-party conduct on the part of um, harassment, the flashing communication devices, uh, the uh, surrounding the building on the, with the drive-through, which each represent a communication device engaged in the POC as well. In addition to that, you have um, my anticipated arrival being a targeted individual subject to 24-7 monitoring, uh, whether they appear before, at the same time, or moments after I arrive at the table. This is the same conduct and none of it represents any coincidence. I am coming from D Street and San Antonio where I just documented the system that is at work outside doors. It's not a coincidence that stalking on the part of law enforcement arrives and that an inspection is flooded with traffic subsequently as I pull out my uh, communication device and predictably engage in documenting so that they can try to seek the information in that device. None of those are coincidences. So what I'm showing in, in start of Starbucks is POC as well. Uh, he just uh, set up all his equipment and then went into the restroom. As I exit, he goes in. Um, with regard to that, it doesn't matter. We're talking about the communication device, which is to my right, and the positioning of the third parties around me, uh, which is what I'm um, narrating in real time. So this is the ways in which that the system is implemented. Uh, and again, I am at headquarters. This is Starbucks at 706 West Holt. Um, it is 2.15 p.m. Um, it is 2.16 p.m. Um, what I also wanted to show, uh, make sure I explicitly state, rather, sorry, that I, uh, all, what I am observing is um, the presence of all elements. So um, light and air elements are present. 
uh, and relevant positioning as well. Uh, and so that's what I wanted to know. I was standing at the register uh, speaking with a, an employee at the moment that I took a picture of the abandoned electronic communication device, which was in line with where I stood at the register. Uh, which would also be in line with uh, as I walk to the table and take my seat next to it. That is relevant positioning at the whole time, uh, at that uh, for the entire time. But also uh, the uh, drive-through window, which is in operation, and uh, the fact that the air conditioning inside of the building, the air elements, the light elements, uh, remain present. Uh, and what I was noting was the relevant positioning of of me, the targeted individual inside of this building through each side. You're talking uh, omnitrans behind the movement of traffic in the parking lot. The seating, uh, uh, the stationary presence of traffic on the opposite side, um, and that's just the immediate. Uh, I could go. I could elaborate further as to the relevant positioning that is possible while I am inside. That's even on the opposite side of the wall where I'm not visibly able to. But uh, like I said, the walls are no obstruction to their use. You're talking about elements that need to be present. Um, and those elements are present, but this is just a matter of me um, explicitly stating that all the elements remain present with regard to what I was documenting, um, and it is 2.18 p.m. That was just um, added measure uh, with regard to how long this third party has abandoned their communication device, their laptop specifically, their mouse pad, their little mouse and all their little equipment. They just leave it around here for a prolonged amount of time. That is absolutely ridiculous. It's almost as ridiculous as they, as the ways in which they try to act like light is being struck into this building. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, what I also want to know is the way that they have rearranged the furniture inside of the Starbucks. Um, none of these are, this is just a matter of paying very close attention, uh, but this is third party and what I want to know that it's been over 10 minutes and he has left his, la anybody could have walked in and taken off of it or, or spilled some stuff over it and, and ran off or anything could have happened, it, but this is what happens with regard to abandonment of, of their uh, CDs and they would like, by mere uh, numeral value of how many people engage in the same unreasonable um, ridiculous behavior that that's normal and it's not normal. I would never leave my uh, laptop for a prolonged amount of time around a bunch of strangers uh, because Starbucks is certainly not going to be responsible for it and they're certainly not on security watching your stuff nor should they reasonably be able to. And I also want to note the light activity that's occurring as I speak. It's 2.23 p.m. So what I'm documenting at 2.34, now 2.35 as I operate my communication device is the use of the third party employees who engage in different clamoring, uh, use of sound of noise. Um, and this is in addition to the crossing path and the positioning that is jointly at work. The cars are engaged in a crossing path in the drive-through in addition to the third parties that are planted uh, that I already documented today um, that are at the windows and seating at the table. These are uh, planted, engaged in positioning, crossing path is driving through, uh, is drive-through. Um, they are using nonverbal communication as I switch screens and manipulate um, items on my phone and I just want to document that that's at 2.34 p.m. Um, and all the elements remain present with regard to the search. This is as to nonverbal communication that the third party uh, employees are engaged in. Okay, just capturing at 2.42 p.m. third party that's engaging in patrolling and that is where they're walking back and forth. That's more than a crossing path. Uh, and this is while I'm in operation on my communication device. Uh, they are, I'm listening to the incident at 1.50 p.m. that I documented with regard to the stalking and the search uh, for information in my communication device. 
Uh, and while that is occurring, the third party that I captured in the image is involved in patrolling conduct. Uh, in addition to that, the drive-thru uh, that is crossing path and there is positioning as well. Uh, and this is um, uh, showing how all the elements are present uh, with regard to light and air as, and as well. It's just another incident of documenting the ongoing system that is at work uh, and their necessary invasion of privacy, uh, listening to, able to listen to uh, what I'm listening to on my uh, communication device. This speaks to the nonverbal communication, the simultaneity with which they engage in creating the clamor and the noise or whatever form that the nonverbal communication takes. Uh, it's necessarily uh, pursuant to an invasion of privacy. Um, and so 2.43 p.m. I'm just documenting uh, that is just another incident of documenting the same system at work. I'm at Starbucks. Okay, it is 3.18 p.m. And what I want to document about the significance of the incident with Ontario PD um, at D Street in San Antonio at 1.15 p.m. that was captured in image. Uh, and what immediately followed was the subsequent arrival of very heavy traffic at that same intersection upon my uh, foreseeable observation of the presence of law enforcement. And uh, as is part of my pattern is engaging in documenting it, which I typically am doing uh, with my communication devices. So what I want to show with regard to that uh, is, is the absence of any uh, coincidence with regard to the presence of law enforcement. Um, and with regard to also the third-party employees that are uh, in, yes, they are employees that are in the trade of making um, drink, coffee drinks, uh, but like I have demonstrated with regard to their POC for engaging in nonverbal conduct that is, that is um, based on my activity, it is also not a coincidence that they are speaking to make noise uh, because they are hostile to my documenting the criminal conduct of the system that's at play. So anyway, it's 3.19 p.m., um, and what I want to speak to that is relevant with regard to the ongoing state conduct and the malice that is uh, inherent in that conduct is, number one, uh, based on the pattern that has been established and um, the legal proceedings against third parties acting on behalf of the unlawful request to tow my vehicle, for example, uh, in that case against Bill and Wags, I did submit documentation uh, denoting a substantial history of stalking um, and uh, harassment on the part of law enforcement. And in addition to that, uh, I have a series of incidents that I have documented uh, over a prolonged amount of time with regard to the um, unlawful arrests and searches done directly and indirectly through third parties. Uh, and in addition to the unlawful confinement uh, and the malicious prosecution that, that followed uh, Officer Jay Burnett's um, obtaining um, the entirety of an argument that occurred in a private residence prior to his arrival upon the summoning by a third party acting uh, again on behalf of the same state. Uh, this is a history of evidence that is demonstrating how the presence of law enforcement at the same corner at the same time at D Street in San Antonio today is not a coincidence. This is pursuant to the ongoing stalking and harassment. Uh, what I am demonstrating with regard to my documentation of the third parties is the fact that um, their arrival at the what is what is clearly shown number one in my image of Ontario PD as they're driving past, engaging in uh, stalking and harassment and a search, uh, because all the elements are present just by virtue of state presence right there, but also the subsequent, the immediate subsequent conduct which occurred on the part of third parties. You see in the image that there is an absence of heavy traffic immediately following 
Um, I'm pulling out my communication device, which again, uh, I am subject to monitoring. They're listening to me document. They're aware that I uh, systematically engage in documenting and by use of my communication device. The uh, image shows an absence of traffic. What immediately followed was an, a rush of traffic, an enormous amount of traffic, which is also audible in my recording. Uh, and what I am showing with regard to third-party conduct uh, is that, again, just like the Ontario PD presence was not a coincidence, that immediate rush of traffic following uh, my observation and documentation, which is foreseeable, uh, is also not a coincidence. This is third-party conduct with regard to the ongoing search uh, and the targeting uh, behavior of the, uh, third, of the targeted individual. Um, and so that's what is at play, and that's what's relevant with regard to what I experienced at D Street in San Antonio this afternoon at 1.50 p.m. Uh, that arrival of traffic has been documented before. Uh, uh, that was with regard to my documenting a third party that engaged in nonverbal con conduct immediately upon my taking pictures of airplanes that were flying above me as I was en route to Starbucks on Vine and F Street, I believe, or Vine and D Street, rather. And uh, the third party that I captured in a red Nissan uh, engaged in nonverbal conduct, and then immediately that intersection was flooded with traffic. That was engaging in searching of my information and all the elements were present and it immediately followed my pulling out my phone and uh, documenting the presence of the airplanes. Uh, what I am showing is a pattern of conduct that is at play, but it is also relevant to the malice that the state is acting in. It is also showing uh, that there is an inherent invasion of privacy with regard to the existence of this system. And so while it is on the one hand, um, a desperate effort on the part of the state to even provide additional evidence of its criminal conduct of stalking and harassment. Uh, what it is showing is the uh, very documentation, the substantiation of the documentation that I am showing the connected uh, efforts of the third parties that are acting in concert with the state that is stalking and harassing and monitoring me. And these are the means by which it is done. In the same way that Ontario presence, Ontario presence at the same intersection at the same time where there is a long history of stalking and harassment that already exists, there is no coincidence there. There is no coincidence that the intersection was suddenly flooded with traffic, and I mean flooded with traffic. Uh, and that is audible. It is also uh, visual in my images of the uh, Ontario PD driving down the street. And so it is just an effort. Uh, what I am showing is a connection of the dots, and the third parties are indeed engaged in concerted action. This is also demonstrated in my November 2018 documentation of the stalking behavior on the part of absolute strangers. These are third parties that were engaged in stalking and harassment on the using their communication devices as I documented it because that is an element in the ongoing search. So there is a history that exists and what I want to use is this very incident at, at uh, D Street in San Antonio this afternoon as another um, uh, occurrence of the same um, system that is seamlessly executed at every place that the targeted individual goes, and that's what I'm focused on. Uh, what, I, what is also, you know, relevant to that is, sure, the um, state continues to act with malice. They are uh, necessarily invading privacy. Uh, this is inherent in any state-organized system of, or of, of uh, stalking and harassment, um, and the fact that these elements that I am documenting on the part of third-party employees engaged in making nonverbal communication, uh, this is not unique to Starbucks. This is an element in the entire system that has been documented at, a, at other venues. It has been documented in public, um, so this is not unique to Starbucks, um, and it is a pattern that is not 
you cannot obviate the existence of the pattern. It has a precise identification, and it has been systematically identified as such. Um, it's 3.24 p.m., and that's what I wanted to focus on, in addition to the fact that this is all very relevant with regard to the uh, courts in action. Uh, my writ petition against the Superior Court, San Bernardino Superior Court, uh, after establishing a paper trail of its criminal conduct and complicity with this very uh, system and uh, this uh, stalking and harassment that I've documented, where under circumstances, I documented the very exact same pattern of conduct within the walls of that court, uh, and its actions, again, are relevant and placed into a proper legal context with regard to my experience in that San with that San Bernardino Superior Court, the actions of the judges, the actions of the uh, court personnel, uh, the inactions on my, uh, uh, my legal requests that are merited under the law. Uh, which actually they are required to act and they have not done so. This is very relevant with regard to the San Bernardino Superior Court, in other words, is treated as, as every other venue against which is a part of the same system that I'm documenting. The pattern of conduct was uh, documented there. The airplanes were documented there as well. Uh, the stalking and whatnot, it did not stop at the, at the walls of the court. Uh, the stalking on the part of law enforcement, the harassment on the part of law enforcement did not stop at the doors of the court. Uh, and the the uh, experience with the San Bernardino Superior Court is placed into that proper context, and so that is a matter of not merely uh, denying someone uh, relief that they are entitled to under the law. It is a matter of harassment that is uh, unique to that venue, uh, properly analyzed under the law uh, that I am applying to this very system that is at play at every other place that I go. And in addition to that, so what you have is the inaction of the court uh, that I handled with a repetition and the inaction also with the uh, district court. And so this is very relevant with regard to what the state continues to engage in, with regard to the inaction on the part of these courts that already know that under the law I am fully entitled to release. There is no other way to address an issue of the government engaged in stalking and harassing a citizen of this country, of this state, other than to give them their time in court uh, and for a uh, petition for a writ uh, in the first instance, a peremptory writ in the first instance, the substantial delay, uh, the um, dereliction from duties under the rules, the California rules of court, uh, this is something that is placed into a relevant context. It is incidental to the same system that I am documenting. Uh, it is not to be neglected. It is a part of the very substance of the case against the state of California, um, and it, it is in no way, by the delay, it's no way um, avoided. What it is is adding uh, additional context to that which I am asserting against the state of California. And the, the, those are the laws, um, sorry, the lines of uh, connection and coordination that are necessary. Uh, it's 3.27 p.m. And that's uh, what I want to draw as far as the nexus with the court, um, with regard to the court's action or inaction, rather, and uh, the malice of the state, uh, state um, conduct that I continue to document on a daily basis, moment by moment, rather, uh, the malice that the state is acting with uh, that is relevant to um, the court's inaction or delay in uh, a citizen's a lawful, merited, meritorious request for relief that is in no other way satisfied other than uh, giving them the, the uh, relief that they've requested under the law. And so this is characterized not only now by the Superior Court, uh, but also by the District Court. Uh, we are at December 17, 2019, um, and there has yet to be any um, uh, sizable or uh, substantial... Uh ...you'll be sued. This is Chief B. Williams. Uh, Clancy doesn't have a number. 
uh, his his presence here seated uh, across from me inside of the Starbucks is highly symbolic as well. They're listening to me document the pattern of conduct. Weapons are revealed. Uh, this is an implied threat. He's coming in here eating his salami and his cheese in the Starbucks in conformity to the pattern of conduct uh, at the same Starbucks, 706 West Halt. Um, it's December 17, 2019. It's 5.43 p.m. Uh, while that is direct state action, this is highly relevant with the venue that I am present in, which is Starbucks. Uh, this is an additional uh, act of harassment, which would peculiarize to the venue where the targeted individual is at, and it is placed into that proper legal context. So that's 544 with the added presence of state and of uh, law enforcement, Chief D. Williams, who claims he doesn't have uh, an identification number. Uh, but irrespective of that, that is relevant to the harassment at Starbucks. Um, in addition, uh, this is in light of the fact that they continue to listen to me document the POC um, and these third parties that get up out of their seat, hopeful that I get up and look at the, uh, all of this is concerted action uh, relative to third party conduct that is correctly assigned as harassment on the parts of third party and the state. Um, it's December 17, 2019, 5.45 p.m. Uh, so what is also interesting to note with regard to, uh, well, not just interesting, it is central to note uh, with regard to the uh, court system itself uh, being a part of the same entity that is uh, complicit and um, actively engaged in the uh, state-organized system of uh, stalking and harassment the district court at 4.30 p.m. finally issued a servant's of denial of that which is legally uh, merited. Um, it is an unlawful denial, but that's not the issue. The issue is that within an hour and 10 minutes, Ontario PD uh, made a blatant statement by being present here in the Starbucks. And so that is not a coincidence. Again, uh, like I said, when he was here and I documented in his presence that his presence was symbolic, uh, implying a threat. It is also implying a statement uh, with regard to my case against the state, uh, the district court's denial of my uh, petition, and then his uh, Ontario PD's subsequent arrival inside of the Starbucks. This is all highly relevant and I want to make sure I continue to document because um, it's, they're not distinct. This is all connected. Uh, the denial and the subsequent arrival. Uh, he's, he came in here eating um, pastrami and cheese uh, with his weapons revealed. That was a statement uh, on the same day that the district court issued a denial. This is concerted action just like I have documented as such and I just want to make sure it's 7.48 p.m. Uh, and this is the paper trail with regard to now what they have identified themselves by their conduct, the district court. Um, it's 7.48 p.m. on December 17, 2019. Uh, this is just uh, backing up my documentation, the 8.42 p.m. airplane that just swooped over this building such that the, uh, it was rumbling. And then that was followed by uh, police sirens that I saw on the on my left side, as I'm sitting at the table, uh, Starbucks employees are engaged in the same nonverbal communication as I'm packing up my uh, laptop and all my laptop and computer uh, equipment. And third parties are acting like they didn't hear no airplane. That is hilarious. Um, anyway, it's 8:46 p.m. at Starbucks. Uh, the same use of uh, noise and slamming, uh, perhaps the sound of. Um, some other booming through the wall. Uh, I think under the guise of a toilet flushing, it is in concert with my activity in addition to them entering and exiting this uh, a door adjacent to my location in the, loca in the restroom at Starbucks. Uh, that is in addition to their use of clamor in the kitchen as I 
uh, press and hold items on my screen on my phone. That's what I um, am observing while I'm inside of the restroom. Uh, it is 9.02 p.m. and what I just uh, documented, is, oh, I'm sorry, what I am documenting now was as I opened my bag to reach in for my phone, uh, that was when the uh, loud boom through the wall occurred uh, with simultaneity. Uh, that is POC and that is also characteristic of the monitoring that occurs inside of the restroom. The same thing occurred, for example, at Ontario Library as well. Um, I'm at Starbucks, it's 9.02 p.m. Uh, those are images of the plane hovering over the toms, um, flying past where police presence is over here that I captured, um, and it is also flying in relevant positions as I walk on, uh, this is San Antonio, as I walk on Holt, leaving Starbucks. Uh, and again, every car that's in this intersection, they're engaging and crossing paths, so they are acting in concert with law enforcement, with the airplanes, and so this is with regard to the ceaseless search that is occurring, and that is also why they are making this exhibition, this show, with regard to what I'm documenting and what they're engaged in. It's 9.09 p.m. Uh, that is an image of the automatic doors remaining open. Uh, that is for the uh, immediate uh, manipulation of air within the targeted individual's immediate environment. Uh, I'm here at Stater Brothers at the only aisle. Oh, they opened up aisle four. Uh, when I first got here, they only had aisle seven open. Uh, still, this is the um, aisle closest to the door, and they're keeping it open. Uh, nobody is walking through either. These are automatic entry doors. That does serve the element of movement of air. Um, all the elements remain present, however. Um, it's 9.17 p.m. Uh, 9.19 p.m., uh, yeah, the doors are definitely staying open and there's no customers that are uh, standing in the doorway to keep it open this time in order for me to document third-party actions. <laughs> uh, it is 9.19 p.m., and so for the duration of my being in line, uh, it was being held open by the uh, employees bringing in carts, I pulled out my phone, she stopped doing that. Uh, she got over here and started bagging, but the doors are being held open irrespective of anybody walking through. Again, that is for purposes of air movement with regard to the uh, heavy presence of law enforcement and the airplanes that are right outside that I just documented leaving Starbucks. That is relevant. It is 9.19 p.m. and every third party is in line in relevant position as well um, at Stater Brothers at 646 Holt Boulevard. Okay, um, I'm at Floral in San Antonio, walking to the vehicle, but what I want to note about the Stater Brothers uh, engagement and the uh, ongoing search for electronic information and the targeted individuals' communication devices, um, what I was approached with was only aisle 7, which is the aisle closest to the door. There are automatic entrance doors that were kept open. Uh, there was nobody standing keeping the door open, so this, the doors were being maintained open with one lane only in operation upon my arrival, uh, which also had a, a, a bunch of uh, customers in line at that, at that aisle. That provides, in addition to um, the ridiculous show that the airplanes put on flying directly with uh, law enforcement, Tom's, the Golden Bear Motel uh, flying east, on the south side of Holt, while I was on the north side of Holt walking um, from Starbucks. Um, so that's also relevant too. So you have law enforcement in the vicinity engaged in PLC uh, in relevant position uh, for the um, ongoing search as well. And inside of the Starbucks, their setup was relevant for that search. Um, as the target individual enters the store, you have all of the elements present. You've got the movement of air, you have the light, you have the uh, relevant positioning of all of the uh, 
um, third-party patrons that were in line directly in front as I entered the store. So that is the setup uh, for the ongoing search, anticipating my arrival, of course. Uh, in addition to that, upon um, getting in the line, and that door was kept open, I observed it as I walked to the opposite side of the store, walked back, um, and that was 9-11 a.m. Uh, upon my, upon my um, actually getting in line to make my purchase, they had opened up aisle four. And the reason why that is relevant is because not only is the search occurring while I am in line, that's positioning in front and behind me. Uh, it's crossing path on the opposite side, so that was, was my left side, uh, as aisle four is opened up, with, again, the door being kept open. All I am doing is I'm illustrating uh, the POC inside of the grocery store, uh, which, with regard to the way that it is executed at that particular venue, and keeping the door open is one of the most obvious ways while I'm standing right there at the at the uh, extent of the of the store where they only had one aisle open. Anyway, um, so it's 9:31 p.m. and I just wanted to take that uh, documentary note with regard to what I just experienced at the Stater Brothers. What I'm observing about the PLC at that particular venue. It is December 17, 2018. Uh, that image that I just captured. I'm on Flora walking uh, toward Vine. This is Flora, right? This, this is Flora, and airplanes are directly above me and flying around, directly, flying directly above me at the moment that I speak. Uh, and that image was of a car stationary on the street, headlights on. That is POC, but also it is relevant to note that um, uh, that is the typical uh, behavior of the stalking aspect, being followed um, from wherever you are at. This, this is something that is encountered when I was walking back from Ontario Library every single day, but you have it times like 3,700 people. Um, uh, because what happens is they're merely replaced with a different individual. So as I walk by that, ex uh, that vehicle, for example, engaged in the PLC, engaged in stalking and surveillance, uh, but it is a part of the system. So it's not that individual. So you have all of them engaged in that sort of conduct such that the targeted individual is followed and or anticipated as far as them waiting for your arrival, uh, which is crossing of paths. So this is not only stalking, this is a ceaseless search of their uh, communication devices en route to wherever, that they're, wherever they're going. But that is an excellent example of the stalking conduct uh, and as it exists in the system. The third parties are chiefly engaged, and that's because of the uh, circumstances that I'm under, chiefly engaged in sitting in their cars uh, with the headlights on. And again, all elements are present, uh, but that's an excellent illustration of exactly what it looks like um, going from one venue to another, really, uh, but any place um, in that they're just merely replaced with different faces. That is exactly what, it, what it is occurring. Um, and you can fill that in with pedestrians and people on bikes as well. Uh, but that's essentially what it looks like um, all the way to and fro for the targeted individual. And that was at Flora and Vine, 9.36 p.m. It is 9.39 p.m. and as I stand outside of the car putting my uh, equipment inside, um, it's no different than taking images of them. Uh, they are just merely replacing their visual image, which I just caught a, a 
substantial amount of outside of the Starbucks that I was exiting. Uh, oh, there's one flying west. Uh, they engaged right now in a chorus of plane engines uh, flying over the street as I uh, am putting my stuff inside of my car. Um, it's 9.39 p.m., uh, and there is an aircraft, uh, but they have followed me all the way here, uh, as I noted, at Flora and Vine, uh, with, in addition to the third party and POC on the side of the road with their headlights on. Um, there was an airplane flying directly over my head as I was... Uh, pulling my phone out, taking pictures and narrating the incident. And there is another airplane flying east now. And there should be, yeah, there's a low murmur of airplane engines. Um, I am recording right now. It's 9.40 p.m. Uh, that was 9.38, 9.39. They were engaged in that while I was putting my uh, equipment inside of my car. Uh, that is no different than them flying over. It is the same presence. It's the same uh, intent to inform the targeted individual about that presence. Uh, I'm at Fern and G Street. Roaring of plane engines uh, above this vehicle. It's 10.30 p.m. at Fern and G.